lived in sin and started it, then their dad did a little bit better, and then here's them. Okay, you ready? Now, and I'm going to put this one, a lot of blessing, a lot of blessing. They're living in God's goodness. There's peace and there's security. A lot of, a lot of sin, a lot of blessing, real simple. There's peace and there's security. They're getting more land. Their land's growing. They're getting a whole lot more, more space. Like if Indian Springs started expanding and go, hey, God gave us that section of land over there, and God gave us that section of land over there, all while you're not listening to him. <laughs> That's not funny. That's what's happening. Politically, they're good. Nobody's attacking them, so there's peace. They're sinning. They're getting more wealthy, and they think, ah, we're God's chosen people. This is good while they continue to sin. Now, you ready? Side note, Nineveh or Assyria, that's the enemy, that's the enemy, they ain't doing so well. They've got people attacking them, a little bit on the outside. The, the, the enemy has people attacking them, Nineveh. You got some conflict within. Things are going on inside Nineveh and Assyria right here, the same place, same people. Something's going on inside, internal conflict. There's been a famine there's a lot, no food in the land for, for Assyria, kind of all across. And there's been a solar eclipse. And for those of you that are thinking, why is that a big deal? We see solar eclipse all the time. Nations around the world think that the gods are trying to tell them something or something's going wrong. Okay? So there's an eclipse. So Assyria ain't attacking Israel. They're getting attacked. Israel's living in sin and prosperity and God's blessing. And Jonah is a prophet of God, a best buddy of God. You ready? is the first prophet ever asked by God to go outside of the nation of Israel. You need to know that. It's a big deal. To go outside of the people of God, the chosen people of God. He's the first prophet to ever been asked to go outside the people of God. Now, here we go. You ready? What's Israel? Uh, 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 are they doing well, really well financially or not? Yes or no? Yes. A lot of financial resources, a lot of stuff, a lot of comfort, a lot of security, a lot of peace. Are they being attacked by an enemy right now? No. Is their land decreasing or increasing? They get more of it. They get more. What'd you say? Increasing or decreasing? Increasing. They're getting more of it, right? So is it going good or bad for Israel right now? Good. Are they sinning or not sinning? Sinning. Is God compassionate still? Yes. God's still blessing them even though, right? Now, Assyria or Nineveh, are they doing good or bad right now? Bad. Are they getting attacked or not attacked right now? Attacked. Is everything going wrong inside or going good inside for them? Wrong. They're not doing too good. Is there a famine in the land or not? Yes. Is the, is the, eclipse, is the sun, has there been an eclipse or no eclipse? All right. A lot of things have happened, like three or four things for them. You ready? That's the background of the book of Jonah. You can find that anywhere. Don't look and go. That's a lot of info. I wouldn't care if you knew it or not, but it's important for how you're going to understand the book of Jonah. Israel's living in peace and prosperity and sin. Nineveh's struggling and had a lot of hardship. Got it? You up. All right. So what what we're going to do now, this is going to be a little different, okay? But what we're going to do is it's important, I think, for us to understand something that, yeah, Paul can get up here and he can tell us all that stuff and he can tell us the whole background, but it's important for us as we go home, as we head back to our hometowns, as we go back into our schools, into our churches, whatever it is, it's important for us to be able to feed ourselves, right? We can't just rely on Paul or, or on Matt or somebody to come up here and to, to put the spoon in your mouth, right? You can't rely on your small, or your small group leader or your counselor. So what we're going to do now is we're going to study the Bible for ourselves. We're going to study the Bible. So in the book of Jonah, hopefully you're turned there. If you don't have a Bible, if you don't have one with you right now, do we have any left? We have none left. 
Who doesn't have one with them right now, either in mobile or paper form? Everybody's got a Bible? Praise the Lord. Or you're lying, but we'll take it. That's never happened in the history of youth. Uh, So, hey, awesome. We've all got our Bibles. So what we're going to do is we're going to study our Bible. So last night we talked about being not just hearers but doers of the Word of God. Paul talked about that we have some things available to us through the Scriptures, that we can be friends, that we have a weapon. And there's so much going on in the Scriptures, but it's important that that not just be a book that somebody else reads to you, right? That it's not just a bedtime story. It's important that you learn how to feed yourselves with it. So what we're going to do, this revolutionized my life, what we're about to do right now. It's when I learned that I can read the Bible in community, right? It's important, yes, read your Bibles on your own, but it is so important to read your Bible with other people. Not have other people read you the Bible. That's not what I said, is it? What did I say? Read your Bible with other people. Study the scriptures with other people. Now, don't, don't, don't hear me say that personal quiet time and personal devotion and all of that stuff, that's important. But I believe that as you do it with other people in community, that that's a place that intimacy can be bred as well. So what we're going to do is, you guys are in your small groups already, all right? And what we're going to do is you're going to read, you got your notes. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to answer a couple questions as you read Jonah chapter 1 in your group, Okay? First question, what's something I see or have learned and appreciate more about God after reading this chapter? What's something I've learned about God as I read this chapter? Second question you're going to ask in Jonah 1. In your groups, you're going to do this, right? But it's important. I want you to write this down so you can have it when you go home, okay? What does this chapter mean? What does it mean? Because we're going to start, obviously, with what's it say. You're going to read it together. What's it mean? That's where you start to use study notes like Paul has in his Bible. You start to look at cross-references. And if you don't know what those are, okay, you've got counselors that can show you what a cross-reference is. Counselor, if you don't know what a cross-reference is, that's okay. Come find Paul or myself or Olivia can walk around or Matt or Ruffin. Somebody can help you figure out. Iris can help you figure out how to find cross-references, how to chase those. But I need you guys to hear something. The best commentary on the Bible is the Bible. Okay, so as you're studying the scriptures, if you want to understand that passage more, the answer isn't always finding somebody else's opinion, right? The best commentary on the Bible is the Bible. So if you have questions about Jonah 1, search the scriptures, okay? So what's it mean? What's it say? I'm going to read it. What's it mean? What's something I'm learning about God? Number three. What's something in this text that points me to Jesus? Because understand something, from the front to the back, Matt's done an awesome job of reminding us that that Jesus is in the whole of Scripture, not just the New Testament, not just in Paul's teachings, not just in the Gospels, but from the front to the back, this is a whole book about the person of Jesus Christ and God's plan to bring us to redemption through him. Okay? 
So ask the question, what's something I can learn about Jesus or points me to Jesus from this chapter? Jonah chapter 1. And in your personal Bible study, in your Bible study with your groups, that should be the bulk of your time spent. I would say that should be two-thirds of your time spent should be just on those questions. Here's another question, though. What's God saying to me in this? I think often the mistake we make in Bible study is that's the whole entire thing, is we make the Bible about us. Understand, the Bible's not to us, it's for us, okay? So, it's not always about you, but there's something in there for you, okay? Last question, what am I going to do about it? Paul asked, is there somebody I need to tell this message to? Is, there, is the Bible provoking some, some type of surrender? Is it bringing to light sin? Is there some obedience that needs to come out of this? Is there, is there some type of heart or mind or will response that I need to make? What am I going to do about it? And understand something. This morning we're going to do some pretty big chunks because you're in your group. There's a lot of you. But some of you guys, man, if you were to go home and start reading Jonah 1, all those questions can be answered in the first two to three verses. And you can spend 15 to 20 minutes studying the Bible in that place. If you chase your cross-references, you read study notes and all that stuff. If you don't have a study Bible and you go home, we don't have a bunch available here, but you go home, get a study Bible. Find your youth pastor. I'm a youth pastor. I know that they have budgets for that stuff. Find somebody really old at the church that you go to and say, hey, I want to read the Bible. Will you buy me a study Bible? If you can't afford one. If your parents can buy you one, have your parents buy you one. But that's what we're going to do. So in your groups, one, before you start as a group, I want you to just briefly pray. Lord, will you speak to us through your scriptures? Holy Spirit, will you teach us what we need to know today? And then you guys are going to read Jonah chapter 1. You're going to ask those questions, okay? And then we're going to follow up. Sound good? Good? Anything you want to add, take away, correct? I'd say on this, and I look, I'm not, we're not looking for just simply just uh, like, a mo- like it's, it's, it's real life right here, right? It's real, okay? And enjoy this time. Take your time and enjoy this time, right? Okay, all right. You got it. In your groups now. That's why you're sitting in your groups. So don't look at me and Paul the whole time. Turn around, get in your group, get your Bible, start studying. You guys can go off to the side. Good job. Yep, spread out a little bit. We'll call you back in here. Leaders, this is probably going to eat up a bunch of our small group time too. This is going to count as small groups and the morning session, okay? Sorry we didn't run that by you at the meeting, Matt. Hopefully that's cool.